Have you ever had an older or wiser mom pour into your life? I think as moms, we all crave someone to mentor us, but there are so many questions around the topic. Can you ask, or does someone have to seek you out first? Will it really be worth it? So today, I'm going to be answering all these questions and more. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Welcome, friends. Today, I'm joined by friend and fellow podcaster, Melanie Red. Welcome, Melanie. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad that you are here. Melanie is a pastor's wife, and she is a mom to two awesome grown-up kids. And she's also a best-selling author, blogger, speaker, and podcaster. She's a busy woman, y'all. And she is the host of the Women Living Courageously podcast that is also a love-worth-finding ministry podcast like Faithful 31 Moms. So we have a lot of fun together, (laughs) and we may or may not get into trouble today because when we get together, we tend to not stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So let's get started with the first question that I like to ask in all my interviews. Melanie, how do you like to have your quiet time? That is such a good question. I always like to start in the morning. It's the first thing I do. In fact, I try not to look at my my phone before I start my quiet time because I find I get distracted if I pick up my cell phone. But typically what I'll do is I have a stack of books, and I have them near my, my bed. I'll get up and sit up on the bed and have some time with the Lord. And so I start usually with the devotional, a little book that'll help me get just awake and going and focused. And then I love to have some time in God's Word. Right now I'm reading through the Psalms uh, one chapter at a time, sometimes just a section at a time. And then I like to journal. Journaling helps me stay with it and focus. <laughs> and so I write down what is God showing me. I write may write a verse for that day that God gave me. Mm-hmm. And then I spend some time in prayer for myself, for my family, for other people that have asked me to pray. And I like to end my quiet time by praise, time and praise. And so sometimes it's with music, sometimes it's just quiet, but I love to just take a moment and look up to heaven and say, thank you, God. I'm so grateful for you. And so that's what I'll do. And sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour. It kind of depends on the day. But Uh I think there is something about plugging in first thing in the day where we get the power for the rest of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And I told you, you know, sometimes I want to do it in the mornings, but I can't. And even just that whole praise and worship thing, like you're saying, or a quick devotional, if that's all you can fit in in the morning, is so great to get your focus started for the day. So I love that. So moving on to our main subject for today, how to find a spiritual mentor in your life. I think this is a big question for all young women, young moms, everybody. So Melanie, I know that you have shared stories with me before about women that you've mentored in the past or that you're mentoring now. How did those relationships come about? I think we all want to know like how to make them happen, how to get started. So did they ask you? Did you ask them? That's that's a great question. And I will tell you, I have never tried to mentor someone that I initiated with. They always asked me, or I offered it as part of a church Bible study or a class I was teaching. But usually it's best if they ask you because you want to get to pick who's going to mentor you. And so I've never scooted up to them and saying, hey, would you like me to mentor you? I, I know that can happen, but uh, I've had some fun experiences. I've gotten to spend time with a lot of really great younger women. And uh, you asked me to share a story. One of my favorites that's happened in the last few years is there was a, a couple that came to a church where we were both in ministry together 
here and younger wife, several years younger than me. And she reached out and she said, hey, can we just go have lunch? I have a few questions. And so I thought, well, yeah, because it, it just was a great question. And, and usually if you ask, people don't say no. And, and so we got to lunch and she pulled out her cell phone and on her notes app, she had so many questions <laughs> that she had to scroll. <laughs> and so the first time we had lunch, I think we were there two hours. Wow. And she just asked me question after question after question. And we got to the end and it was really a lot of fun. But she just said, do you think we could do this again? And so I don't know at the time that I realized what it was going to become, but we started meeting once a month and we met for five years like that. And she actually became one of my really good friends. Oh, wow. And so it just became, you know, mentoring, a lot of mentoring is friendship. And it's fun to have friends that are of different generations and different ages. And so that was kind of how we got started. And most of the best ones have happened because someone came and said, hey, can we hang out or can I ask you a few questions? So that's that's a good way to go with that. Yeah, I think that's so interesting and a great story because I think that you're saying if you want someone wanting to mentor you, like, just go right up and ask them, you know. And I would think as the younger person that they should come and ask me because, like, I wouldn't want to be disrespectful or they might not have the time or just all these things that would worry you to keep you from asking. So, y'all, Melanie's saying (laughs) if you have somebody in your life that you want to, like, to mentor you, go ask them to lunch and bring your questions and you never know what's going to happen. You know, when she did that, the girl asked you to go to lunch and she had all those questions. Was that intimidating to you at all or? Not really. I mean, of course, uh, you know, there are going to be questions and I, I'm not afraid to say I don't know or I'll get back with you on that. But a lot of the questions were just things about the church or about marriage or parenting or something I'd already lived through. Usually if a woman, if I've got 10 or 15 or 20 years on her, it's likely I've already lived through what she's going through. And and so uh, I think it's actually a real sweet honor because when a younger woman comes up to me or reaches out to me on social media, and both have happened and says, can I spend some time with you? That's a great compliment because that means they think a lot of you and your character enough to to want to spend time with you. Um, The other thing I love about being asked, and a lot of older women don't realize this, is it's not to intimidate you. If nothing, God will hold you accountable because if if you were to come to me, Mallory, and say, let's spend some time together, I would need to spend some time with the Lord before we did (laughs) because I want to be full when you're asking me questions so I have something to pour out to you and I have the wisdom and the, the understanding because I've spent time in the Word and spent time with the Lord. So honestly, it's an honor to be asked, I will tell you. Well, that's great to hear. I, that honestly is a surprising answer to me just with the go right up and ask because it's it's even challenging to me. Like, you know, if there's someone that I think a lot of that you're just saying go for it. And so if you're listening and you are thinking of that person, go for it. Ask them to lunch. Take your questions. See if y'all can meet. I think that's a great story and just a really good insight. So thank you for sharing that. Well, and I would tell you this, you know, the worst thing they could say is no. I have a good friend that decided she wanted Priscilla Shower, Bible study teacher, <laughs> to mentor her. And so real story, she lives here. She reached out to her by, by email and Priscilla said, thank you so much for asking me, but I just don't have the time right now. But I love that my friend had the guts to find the most amazing woman that she could think of to mentor her. And yeah. so, you know, the worst they could say is I don't have time right now or no. And you can ask someone else, but I don't think it, it hurts to ask. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Okay, so last month I did a Mom of the Bible devotional on Ruth and Naomi. And I talked a lot about how Naomi was going through a lot of pain herself. She was going through a lot. She lost her husband. She was having to leave a foreign country and go back home without any kids, grandkids, husband, all of it. And 
just going through a lot of stuff. And in the midst of it, Ruth came alongside her and wanted to go back home with her. And she was like, no, no, just stay where you're at. You'll be more comfortable. But she allowed Ruth to come with her and she allowed Ruth to step into her mess. And she allowed Ruth to see like her her world kind of falling apart. And I think there's something to that because ultimately, not only did they have a great friendship like you're talking about, but it also led her to Jesus because Ruth was from a country that didn't believe in Jesus. And so I think that's such a neat story, but also like a picture of like mentorship. Why would you say it's so hard to let a younger woman or younger mom come into your life messes, like to invite her in, to see your house a wreck, to see you go through a tragedy, to see just things that happen where we are just kind of a mess like Naomi was. Why is it so hard to be vulnerable and and let us see that? Because I think ultimately, like, we crave to see that we're not the only ones, yeah. that, like, our mentors struggle too. Yeah, that is that is a great question. And I love that story of Naomi and Ruth. And I was thinking about Naomi's in the worst season of her life. And I think she tried to get rid of the girls, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and Ruth just wouldn't have it. And I do love that. Uh, but, I, yeah, I was thinking about why do older women sometimes push the younger women away? And so here's a few things that I came up with. This is no, you know, perfect list, but this is just why my friends say or why women I talk to say sometimes I think women are insecure. They're insecure about their home or their themselves or their finances or they're insecure about their weight and they let that hold them back because they think I don't have it all together what do I have to give I also think that a lot of women have imperfect lives maybe their marriage or their kids or their job or something else um, keeps them from feeling perfect enough and so they're like come back when I'm perfect (laughs) you know and then I think there's some women they're just unaware I was speaking to a group of ladies and this girl came up to me beautiful girl three grown sons and she said you know I was talking about mentoring she said I've never thought about investing in the life of a younger woman she's in her 50s and it just never came across her mind. And she had raised boys, and she just wasn't thinking about mentoring younger women. I also think some women don't think they have anything to offer. You know, they think there's just not enough there, so what are they going to share with you? <laughs> they think there's no, they don't have the skills or the training. And um, it could be that they even selfishly think, well, someone else will do it. That happens a lot. We hear that as pastor's wives a lot. Well, yes. we'll let someone else do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but perhaps, perhaps. They don't do it because no one's ever asked them to. So I go back to what I shared with you before. If you want to be mentored, you ask someone that you think highly of and and give them the chance. And they may surprise you. And they may say yes because no one may have ever come up to them and say, would you do this with me? Yeah, I love that. Those are great. It's just good insight to how they may be feeling. And maybe the fact that you think enough of them to ask them would be that boost that they needed to say, maybe I'm doing something right. Like I can pour back into someone with my life experience and what the Lord's done in my life, because that's really all they want to know is how the Lord has worked in your life and what he's done for you. And so just to piggyback on that question, you know, you kind of covered this, but do you think that the desire to mentor young women is there for for lots of women out there, especially like in the church and things like that. But they just don't think that they're spiritually mature enough because you said to me a second ago, if you were to ask me to meet Mallory, I would have to make sure that I was in the Word and I knew that I was where I needed to be with, with God before I could do that. And so maybe they don't want to 
get there, or maybe they just realize that they've got some work to do on their own spiritual life to get there. Do you think yeah, that's I the think case? there. I think there are so many older women that feel very immature spiritually. They feel like, well, I don't. If you ask me a revelation question, I'll be in trouble, or <laughs> you know, some theology I don't know. Or like you said, they may not be spending time with the Lord. Many, many do not, and so it could be that. But you know, I, I tell people all the time, I, I don't think it takes a whole lot of qualifications to mentor someone. A friend of mine shared this with me. She's in ministry full time, and she said this. She said most younger people, this is what they want to know. Three things. Are you for real? (laughs) And they really do like the real part. Um, They want to know, is your God for real? I mean, has he really done something for you and can he do something for me? And then they want to know, do you care about me? I don't hear any theology in that. I don't hear any great Bible knowledge. I just hear compassion and kindness and willingness. I like to tell women this. Most younger women just need an older friend who's walked a little further than they have. In fact, most of the questions I get are about things like relationships, money, marriage, children, cooking, cleaning, and really basic things. And so often I will share with women, you need to be like Dunkin' Donuts, where it's they stick the hot donut sign up. If you will stick up a sign and say, willing and available, and turn on that light, I believe young women will come and say, I want to spend time with you. Yeah, that's a great like analogy with the light. I love that. It's so funny because I was just reading my notes before the next question I had for you, and you literally just answered it. I said, how could a younger mom reassure the older woman that they don't have to be a Bible scholar? <laughs> That's a good question. (laughs) And that they could just kind of like step into life with them. And so, you know, in doing that, let's say that I came up and I asked you to lunch or whatever. I think that's just a great way to kind of break like any nervousness or anything like that. But is there a certain way, like any other examples that you have of how it could be communicated for a younger woman to go up and ask an older woman, like in a respectful way where she realizes that she doesn't have to be like a seminary graduate to like to mentor me. I just want you to realize that I'm like this mom and I'm feeling alone in the chaos of raising children. But like, you know what I mean? Just you have any words for her? Absolutely. Uh, One thing that I I think is a good way to start, if you don't want to say, hey, will you mentor me or will you be my friend? (laughs) You know, if that sounds kind of dorky and you don't want to do it that way, you could ask just a question. Um, For example, I think about when I was a young wife, I'd just gotten married. I was teaching school. And next door to me was this most precious lady. She was much older, had a happy marriage, raised her kids, had grandkids, and she was really kind to me. And I can remember how our relationship started as I just asked her a question about marriage. I had, I don't, it may have even been something about the kitchen. You know, it wasn't anything hard, but she was so gracious in the way she responded that it made me feel comfortable to ask more questions. And so we didn't have some official meeting status. She just was an open door and she was somebody I could go to. And so if you're uncomfortable with something formal, try something simple. Just ask a question and see if they'll listen to you and really share with you and talk to you and be honest and open with you. And usually that's a good sign that this may be somebody you'd like to spend some time with. You're like, I love that cookie recipe. Will you share it with me? (laughs) Just (laughs) Whatever it is to get talking about anything. So for that mom, the young mom that's listening right now, like we're talking about, she's desiring this mentor relationship. You've given her some great advice on how she can just Go ask someone in like a very practical, easy way, um, really giving her the freedom to do that, which I think is something that is needed to hear. I needed to hear it. So I think that that is huge. But maybe she is trying to think of somebody to ask and nobody's coming to mind. You know, a lot of people have gotten out of church in the pandemic or, you know, she just might not know anyone in that age range. 
besides her own parents or something like that. So what would you say to her to encourage her of how to get started to maybe ask the Lord to bring that to her? Sure. I've got five suggestions. And so these are things that you can do if you're wanting to be mentored. And um, I would always start with prayer. I would just tell the Lord, I really would love to have an older, wiser friend. Would you begin to put that on someone's heart and lead me to that person? I mean, just pray and ask God to give you that person. And then, man, I'd start looking everywhere you go, to the gym, where you work, at church, wherever you're around, maybe even a relative you hadn't thought of in a while that's not your, necessarily your mom, but you have an aunt or you have a someone in your life that is an extended family member, and you might reach out to that person. But try to find a mentor in your sphere of influence. Um, if there's not one, you can also do this online. I've had women reach out to me. They DM me or they send me an email, and I've talked to some women. We've actually gotten on the phone after they sent me a message. And so you can even do online now. I mean, that seems to be legit. Um, and then I tell people, start uh, getting intentional. Now, I have one friend. She actually took a notebook. This was several years ago, probably before the notes app on the phone. (laughs) But she walked around her church looking for someone. And she began to look. Now, here's a few things. Who seems wise? Who seems positive? Who seems compassionate? Who do you see that has a great marriage or they're a great mom? Who's somebody with a lot of joy? Is there someone that seems to be a prayer warrior? Or is there a woman that you respect and admire? Is there somebody that takes an interest in your life? You know, if there's a woman that just seems really genuinely interested in what's going on with you and your kids, that might be your woman. Yeah. Who do you share similar experiences with? I mean, if you connect and click um, on some level, that may be a key. But you almost go on a hunt. It's almost like you're looking for a mentor. <laughs> and so you can take your notebook. It'd be kind of funny. But this woman really got serious about it. And then invite her to coffee or lunch. You don't have to tell her. You just say, hey, can we get together? You don't have to say, I'm going to ask you to be my mentor. <laughs> you know. But, but you could just say, can we get together and have, have conversation? And if that goes well, almost like an interview, and you gel with this lady, then start something. Say monthly, weekly, can we get together? Can we just have coffee or can we do a Zoom call or can we meet and take a walk? You know, once a week and just have a conversation. I've had so many great mentoring opportunities just doing life with another woman, a younger woman. And sometimes they're five years younger. Sometimes they're 25 years younger. Uh, but really, it's it's sweet to have those mentoring relationships. So I would encourage your listeners, go for it. Don't be afraid to try. I mean, the worst they might say is not right now or I don't have the time. But you will be so glad that you made the effort. I think that that is such great suggestions and just a wise word, because I do know, you know, you hear about discipleship, mentorship, it multiplies, right? It replicates itself. And so if someone listening today, a younger mom, and she goes and she asks another older woman in her church to mentor her, and it's just doing life together, and that woman pours into her, eventually, myself, another young mom listening, our kids are going to grow up and we will want to turn around and do that for somebody else. Or I could turn around and do that for a newlywed or a college student, you know, things like that. And I just think that if it's modeled for you, it continues to replicate. And we need more of that in the church and just in life in general, you know, just that encouraging person that invites you into real life. And so if that is you and you desire that, listen to all these things that Melanie is saying and pray about it and go ask, go ask them. Like that is what I've really gotten away from today. And I think that that is just a huge, freeing, encouraging word. 
So thank you for sharing that with us. Melanie has shared so many words of wisdom with us today, and I want you to be able to get in contact with her. So Melanie, would you please share with us some of the resources that you offer and how a mom listening can find you today? Absolutely. I'm here with you at Love We're Finding, we have women living courageously. And there's a podcast, there's Facebook and Instagram, and we also have a beautiful website. But I would love to connect with your listeners. And so if you'll reach out to me, shoot me a message and, and tell me that you heard the program today, you heard our conversation, and I'd love to meet you there. Absolutely. All those links to her podcast and to how you can find her on social media, I will include in the show notes as well. And I mentioned this earlier, but please be sure and go back and listen to the podcast on Ruth and Naomi from last month. I think it's just a great introduction to mentorship. So I'll also put that link in the show notes as well. But thank you so much for joining me today, Melanie. It's been really sweet to be with you. Well, thank you so much for listening as well. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please share it with your mom friends on Instagram and tag me at Faithful31Moms. That will help so much. Thanks again and have a blessed day.